When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Fright School, one man's willing descent into the dark abyss that lives at the heart of the American horror film. Over the next few weeks, I, Joshua Napier, am going to play horror Sherpa to Joe Farron's journey to the mountains of madness. Are you ready? Class is in session. Hey, Joe. Hi, Joshua. How are you doing? I am um, a little excited and a little apprehensive. <laughs> um, I, Good. That's what probably are, healthy. What am I getting myself into? <laughs> uh, after an intro like that, I <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> just... So uh, here we are. Fright School, right? Fright School. We're going to do it. Oh, my gosh. We, this is like a year in the making. I know. If not more. It's, longer when did I, I when did when when did uh when was I on the untitled friendship project plug I, plug thanks for the plug <laughs> um uh Saturdays every other week uh untitled friendship project I think you were it was like 14 so well no it was early 15 because yeah. I recorded the first episode November 26 or released the first episode November 26 of 14 okay but you know what it might have been it might have been like those because I recorded like three back to back to back before I released yeah. them, so it was definitely fall of fourteen, like fall. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then um, yeah, and so we'd had the idea like, oh, you know, I'll come back on and I'll and I'll just talk all about horror films because we we spent a, a little chunk of time on that on your on your podcast, uh, discussing horror, and it was kind of like you know, oh, we should do like a whole thing of this, and now here we are trying to do a whole podcast. Yeah, now we here we are <laughs> here trying we to are. figure it out. Um, so. Yeah, we're here. We're doing it. I'm really excited. I, since we, like, the first incarnation of our little Fright School, I have not watched any horror since then other than uh, American Horror Story, which we'll talk about. Yeah. But uh, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to it. I love getting into a new genre. I love a podcast. I think we, everyone in the whole world knows that. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I think this will be a really fun project. Uh, for those of you listening, what we're doing here is, um, Joe is a relative virgin in to, to the horror film. And most people know I'm, a uh, just a veritable slut for a horror <laughs> film. I was going to say, I am, <laughs> if you're the virgin. I have, I'm the whore. You see, know, I am, uh, <laughs> Fontaine just out of the factory with the long right. hair. <laughs> and you're Fontaine, dream a dream without the hair. Wow, this podcast just got real gay. I, I know like it's it. like you know what Wendy Wendy Maples out there somewhere is like. Right. Of course you made a fucking <laughs> fucking musical theater reference on a horror podcast. I love it. That's great. See, and that and that, and, and by the end of this, that will not happen anymore. <laughs> 
I think most of the joy in you might be dead, but we'll see. <laughs> I feel like I need a psych That's evaluation <laughs> before, like before this all starts. I just need to like have right. a really good psych just evaluation, get a baseline, just to get a baseline, and then no. by the end of the six, by you know whatever six, sixteen, no. whatever, however long we do this, um, get another baseline, and then maybe do like maybe like commit myself for a month. Yeah, you might have to since uh, we're we're giving you a real uh, overdose of a lot of horror all at you know in a really intense uh, amount of time. Uh, so again, you know, for those of you listening, we are Joe has not seen much horror really. He's been over to my house watching American Horror Story, True Blood. We hung out and watched we, that. We if did you can like consider that horror. We did the True Blood. We yeah. did like. Seas- some seasons, and then we did the whole last season of True Blood. Did we do Dexter? Were you there for Dexter? I was not there for Dexter. Okay. I came to the horror story viewings, um, like oh, before the middle, before the mid-season finale of Coven. Okay. And All then right. that was when I was like able to make the viewing parties. Okay. okay. And then once I was able to make the viewing parties, you never got rid of me. That's true, which is great. We love having you around. It's wonderful. It's fun. I feel like I'm corrupting you, and that's what that's kind of the point of this. And and, and I hope other people will listen. They'll follow along. They'll watch the movies every week uh, along with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and please, uh, I need support. Yes, and that and that they will uh, too get a fun uh, a fun little horror education. So that's kind of the goal of this uh, of this podcast is to one uh, immerse joe in in the world of horror something that i've spent a long time loving and living in and uh, along the way you know talk about culture and talk about uh about about the making of, of film so but so we're, uh to begin the podcast though each week uh we want to do um Sort of like any class where it's like current events, what's going on in the world, what's happening. But we're uh, yeah, a little check in, a little, little check in. Yeah, see how everybody's doing. This is the first. This is the first class that we're gonna have. The first session, so we gotta, uh, you know, gotta ease into the into the horror. Yeah, but, this um, is the this is the foreplay. Right. Yeah. This the is foreplay. the gentle foreplay <laughs> before before the uh, the lovemaking. Right. Oh, I love it. It's so good. We need we need like a Marilyn Manson song pumping underneath to make it a horror love scene. Oh, you know? it, does, you, you do you use that. Manson for, for horror love um, scenes? You know, you, you you want to or you want to use like a, is it karaoke and somebody did Echo and the Bunnymen's The Killing Moon. But the karaoke track was really slow. And it did sound like something you'd play in like a horror film while like teenagers are having sex before being murdered. It was kind of perfect. That's the thing. You want like a good cover. Of like of like a of, of a like song, a song like, that. <laughs> like California Dreaming by Amazon. Yes, exactly. It's just like creepy and weird. Creepy, and, really yeah. weird. Like you're wondering what's going on. Yeah, I think of Mercy Street by Fever Ray. It's pulsing and weird, and you know it's a cover of uh, Peter Gabriel's song, but it's totally you know reinvented. Anyways, uh, yeah, we kind of need that sort of thing happening. Here. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, so we'll do a check in. We do we watch American Horror Story every week, so of course that's probably going to be a big part of this. Uh, um, podcast at least for the next 10 weeks or so that that American Horror Story is um, airing. Um, so the first episode just uh, aired, American Horror Story Roanoke. Is that what, what it's called? Yeah, that they officially branded it as Roanoke. Yeah. Really? Yeah, which is a very, very interesting. What did you think? Uh, I really liked it. Yeah. I thought that it was... Um, you know, I, I'm biased because I love Coven. I love a, mm-hmm. I love a good campy romp. Right. I love witches and magic and zombies. Gay as hell. 
it was gay as all get out. And I mean, Angela Bassett as Marie Laveau, like mm. I will, that image to the day I die, I love. Yeah. But I will say that as a season, uh, season one was the best season. Mm. It was the most fleshed out. That it was, was cohesive. It yeah. was cohesive. I think there, you, I think you had mentioned it that, Season one was the first season they wrote all the episodes before instead of writing them as they went. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it was all already finished. Yeah. The they whole, had a clear uh, cut story. Yeah. So the whole thing was clear cut and it was it was good that way. So I think that this was definitely like going back to that. And I hope so. And it was like no one knew what to make of the show when it came out. Like it yeah. was the scariest thing on television that people I was I couldn't watch it sitting by myself like it was it, like at night by myself i could not That's, watch it that is adorable i know i was <laughs> back when i was you know a virgin when you were t- a total virgin when my psyche was tight yes and now it's you know it's getting loose yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah. it was You've had a little under the blouse action <laughs> yes a little bit under the blouse yeah, i've been yeah, you know yeah <laughs> joshua's fingering my psyche now <laughs> a little little finger banging <laughs> Uh, so we're ready there. Uh, so it, it it definitely felt like by them withholding yeah. what the theme was going to be, it's definitely like we don't know where we're going. We don't right. know. There's all this convention leading up to it, and now they've completely flipped it on its head. I feel like this show with this in its current incarnation now, it could run. It has the the steam again to run for a few more years. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that they found a way to flip it, you know, and we should say that I think that the birth of this podcast really kind of happened within that within American Horror Story, because I remember you coming and joining us and being with, you know, our group of friends who, you know, many of them are very uh, horror literate, uh, <laughs> I guess, to, if that's a thing. They're illiterate. Uh, right. Illiterate. <laughs> That doesn't sound right. They're, they're horror uh, literate. Horror literate. Yeah. Well, they're that too. Um, but anyways, no. The point <laughs> is, is that you know, we we American Horror Story does something very interesting in, in the fact that you know, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's even meant to be seen as something completely original. It's obviously an homage to a lot of different horror films. Every year, they they really pull in a lot of um, details. They, I mean, camera angles and storylines and character names all kind of reference a lot of horror. And you were kind of the one person in the room that really wasn't in on the joke, you know, of that, of where some of us would kind of laugh and go, oh, my God, that music's from Candyman or, you know, um, th- that scene, all the, you know, in, in um, the first season when, you know, Jessica Lange's character throws Jamie Brewer's character in like the closet. It's very much like an homage to like Carrie, a scene in Carrie. And it's like you didn't see that. Nope. And I thought, God, this is so, it must be so fascinating to watch this show with that kind of perspective. But at the same time, it, it that really, I, I feel laid the groundwork for us to be able to do this podcast. So, or at least I feel like that was kind of the birth of it, where you're like, wow, I don't even know what you're really talking about. Yeah, you know? absolutely. There would be points where you guys would be laughing or during a commercial break when you're fast forwarding because well, we don't watch commercials. Stop no, selling to us. Do not advertise at me. No, stop <laughs> selling to us. We there would be parts where you'd be talking about like, oh yeah, exactly. Oh, did you notice that this was like this? And I was like, I have no, like, okay. Like I'm just sitting there, no idea what's going on. Right. And it is, it is fascinating because I like, I like a good story. I have American horror story as a show has warmed me up to liking horror in general. Right. And I mean, I remember like one of the first movies we watched was Halloween and it was shortly after, 
uh, it was during uh, shortly after Freak Show, mm. and then like the like seeing the ref seeing in Halloween the scene where you see Michael Michael Myers under the tree, and then the girl sees him, and then she turns away and then sees him again. Seeing that after having seen the reference in American Horror Story right. when you see Twisty, I was like, oh, there is so much that I am not getting. Yeah, there's just so much that I'm not getting, and I love that stuff. I love inside baseball. Uh, behind the scenes, if I really like a movie, I will go home and I will fall down a wiki hole and read about <laughs> yeah. how it was made, read all these interviews. I love behind the scenes magic stuff. Yeah. So that with this genre that I'm coming to like just really get to know, this podcast definitely came from that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think American Horror Story does that really, really well. Um, it takes exactly what I, I want this podcast to sort of represent, you know, with, you know, Fright School, pull, you know, all of these different horror films together and talk about how they have shaped culture, how they have changed culture. Importantly, very importantly, how they have responded, how they have responded to culture. Um, American Horror Story does that. It, it pulls all of these different, you know, distinctly, I think, American tropes and filters them through a really interesting lens. And I, I think unraveling that and seeing exactly how that has happened, you know, over the last 70 or so years that, that we have been creating horror, you know, with, with, with intent, um, I think it does that really well. So I'm really excited to see how this season unfolds. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how, what as we're watching it, what will tie in to some of the films that we're going to discuss. Especially with, I mean, in the very first episode of this season of Roanoke, it's got a lot of Blair Witch undertones, which you've not seen, right? Nope. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. So it's going to be fun when we watch the Blair Witch Project later in the semester, as we're calling, you know, our the, the season of our podcast. It's a semester. It's a Each school. episode is a class. Yes. Um, so when we get to the Blair Witch class and the found footage genre, um, which obviously that's kind of ties into this whole reality television thing that they're doing and 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 some of the some of the stuff that's in there that's clearly referencing the Blair Witch Project. I, I think that'll be very interesting. And on the other side of that, when we discuss like the Amityville Horror and Poltergeist, you know how you're going to see that in the first season and in the new season. I, I think that's very exciting. So, all right. So, uh, we're liking a uh, American Horror Story. It's going to be exciting. Some other uh, horror news. Uh, another film we're going to watch this year is uh, The Exorcist, classic horror film, one of my all-time favorites. They are giving it a reboot. It's like a reimagining, I guess, or um, on Fox. It debuts tomorrow night, September 23rd. If you're listening, we are we're recording this. <laughs> these are these are voices from the past, right? We're from the past. Uh, but yeah, it's debuting soon, and I'm going to watch the shit out of that. Let me tell you, and I cannot wait to discuss that in the future. Linda Blair, it came out today. I guess is looking. Uh, Linda Blair for Joe, and for all of you who are who are listening who don't know, played Reagan, the little girl in the original Exorcist. I know who Linda <laughs> Blair is, but so. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. I have a so I, here's the thing about Amer the Exorcist. The Exorcist was the is like kind of where my whole I have this like block on horror mm -hmm. because my favorite aunt, my auntie Terry, bless her. Um, she's in she's not in heaven. She is in Washington. She is the oldest of my mother's other nine siblings. My mom is one of ten, and. She, I remember her telling us the first time that she watched The Exorcist, and she's super Catholic, like, 
like if the Holy Ghost could be a person, it would be her. Like oh, she is that's wonderful. She's super Catholic. So I remember her <laughs> super Catholic. Su- super Catholic. Oh, uh, <laughs> I remember seeing or her telling us about the movie and like how it was just like really intense and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And she just like holy water the house. Like it wow. was. So I remember just having like a block on that, but always thinking about that. And then I also know Linda Blair because she I think she played she was in Repossessed. Yeah. And I remember yeah, watching Repossessed. The Exorcist. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember watching Repossessed and I have not even seen The Exorcist. I was like wow. I was like a child. It, HBO was on. I was waiting for some show to come on so I could masturbate or something. And <laughs> And real sex <laughs> real was sex. that hbo yeah it is hbo okay um, i get them all confused it was like i don't know it was it was some like bullshit or whatever and i remember you're watching gonna die it. in this horror film now joe you've just admitted to like masturbating you're going to die i thought it was you're like, gonna get murdered i thought i have to like actually have full-on sex whatever well well i mean you know <laughs> it, it, that, that it's case. all about punishment so any sort of you know free sexual behavior is going to is going to result in murder and i can't wait to talk more stabbed. about that but are you excited for it like i i am because i'll tell you gina davis is gonna be in it and i don't care let me tell you i freaking love gina davis i freaking love winona ryder that's why i watched stranger things i didn't really care about anything else i didn't care about the story they said winona ryder i'm freaking there she's like one of my spirit animals like you know facebook's all about this fictional character thing right now lydia deets from beetlejuice that's winona ryder's character right there on my list like uh oh the three fictional characters yeah yeah yours was lydia deets yeah Daria um, and the Dark Phoenix from <laughs> X-Men. Yeah, which some people are probably confused by that, but they can talk to me if they want clarity. I'm not going to clarify that here. Um, <laughs> but but that's exactly... So when I saw Gina Davis, I'm like, yes, watching that. I, it could be terrible. I'm going to watch it. Because the same thing happened with American Horror Story, to be honest. When I first saw it, it was like from the creators of Glee. I was like, I'm not watching that shit. Fuck the, you know? No, that's not happening. I'm not going to watch some horror film or horror, you know, show made by the people who make that travesty that is Glee. Sorry if you're a Glee fan. Uh, fan, I am not. I'm Anyways, totally a Glee fan. That's fine. Joe. I'm a Glee. And, we, and I will forgive you for that. Um, <laughs> again, you're going to need to watch a lot of Glee if, if, if uh, by the end of this, you're going to need that saccharine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need Glee. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need it. Uh, it's going to save your psyche. But um, I was like not interested in American Horror Story because of that. I was like, I don't, I'm not. I, I don't really know if that's going to be something worth watching. And then they were like Jessica Lang. I'm like, they got Jessica Lang. I'm watching that. You know, so there is part of me that's that is sort of a, you know, a, you know, uh, I, I can queen out over a diva. You know, I'm like Jessica Lang, Gina Davis, Winona Ryder. Those are like I love all of them. Francis Conroy. They're going to reboot they, the Golden Girls with those four ladies. They should. And I'm going to watch the hell out of it, you know, especially if Winona Ryder uh, gets all dressed in like old drag to play Sophia like Estelle Getty did because she was like the youngest of them. Was and she? Yeah, she was like the youngest golden girl. She I didn't dressed even know up that. to be older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They dressed her to be older. That's why she looks so different because she had like a facelift or something in between the first and second season because she thought she looked so old on television. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, mean, I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah. We'll check th- we'll fact check that. We'll check it, but don't this. send us letters. We'll cut this out if this if that's not true. Anyways. Yeah. No, but seriously, yeah, if they did that, I'm watching. I'm watching all of that. Okay. Um. Anyways, the point because is you the you like because you liked Bates Motel. Yes, you like Bates, Bates Motel. Motel. Did you like Damien or the Omen show? I didn't. I fell out of that real fast. Okay. Uh, what about Rosemary's Baby? 
I didn't watch the remake. I'm a huge. Uh, I'm a fan of the original film, despite Roman Polanski. We will discuss that. We will. We will have a conversation about Rosemary's Baby. Uh, you know, actually, I'm not sure if we're gonna get to that in this see in this semester maybe we might talk a little bit about it especially with within the realms of the exorcist because there's so much um punishment of like female sexuality and like pregnancy mm-hmm. is always this like horrific thing in, in horror films you know like if you're in a movie don't ever get pregnant because something really bad's going to happen or in a horror film i should say um but yeah i'm not sure if we're gonna hopefully this hopefully you all like what you're hearing and you stick around because we have plans for other uh, semesters of this show and I do really want to dig really deep into Rosemary's Baby and, and talk about gender in the horror film but that is the whole conversation for another time <laughs> exactly like we J- Joshua and I have planned this thing and I'm like I'm just sitting there nodding my head and I understand like I have a better understanding now of why why horror and yeah. we're actually talking about that in like two seconds but I did not even know that you could go as deep as you can go. Oh, yeah. You can go so deep. You can go very, very, deep. Is there very, anything very else in, in current horror that we want to... Um, oh, yeah. I was going to mention. I was looking. This is kind of cool. Just because this is Fright School, we have a best back-to-school horror films, the scariest high school horrors. Um, and I just kind of wanted to give a little comment on it. They've got a list here. Uh, What's at the top of the list? Number one, they have Scream, which we're definitely going to watch because Scream also is very meta. So a lot of the horror films that we're going to watch are going to play right into Scream and what Scream is all about. Yeah, when we started this or when we started just doing the informal viewing, you just like invited me over to watch movies. You told me I couldn't watch Scream until I watched the other ones because it's so meta and so referential. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And because you were already watching American Horror Story without any sort of idea about what it was commenting on. Um, I was like, ah, I don't want you to see Scream yet because it is, I mean, it's, I think it's better when you're a horror fan or, or at least have a knowledge of the movies because you're like, oh, that's hilarious because there's just some jokes in it that are freaking hysterical. And I love Scream. And I think Scary Movie then will probably be like even better, right? Like scary movies. Maybe, we'll, I can't really comment on that. Cause I'm not a real big fan of like those kind of movies. Okay. But we'll go back and watch it and we'll see what happens. Well, then we'll do my own school about, <laughs> about yeah, I love weird that. comedy movies. Well, I, for I actually think that we should. We should do a class on like the horror comedy and where they sort of intersect. And there's some great there's some great things in there. Once um, Bitten. Anyways. Elvira. Oh, Elvira. Definitely. We will definitely discuss Elvira, who I'm seeing next week. Okay. Uh, so I can't wait. Shout out to Elvira. We'll yes. tag you when this comes out. Oh my God, Elvira. I love Come you. be on well, the I'm show. Gonna do, we're going to definitely, when I go see that show, This that's definitely going to be talked about. Especially because Jackie Beat like, wrote it for her too. Like helped write the new Elvira show at Not Scary Farm. It's going to be brilliant. So if you don't know who Jackie Beat is, uh, look her up as well. Yes. Um, anyway, so Carrie's on here. Great. I love Carrie. Battle Royale, wonderful. Um, oh, that I, is that that Japanese movie? Yeah, it's that's pretty good on there, where all the students go and they have to like kill each other. Um, what is that? The Hunger Games, basically. Actually, somebody's gonna give me a lot of shade for that. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Why am I all of a sudden like drag queen or like Bring shade? It. I'm gonna get so much shade for comparing Battle Royale to Hunger Games. So much the shade of it all. <clears throat> uh, the Craft, which is one of my yeah top. Love the Craft. Love the Craft. That's a great. I film. bind you, Nancy. <laughs> uh what else is on here um some there's some good stuff on here cooties you were just talking about cooties is really good i watched it um i it was a it's a horror comedy and i watched it not too long ago and um i just have to applaud the filmmakers for thinking that elijah wood can still play 26 
uh, that was wonderful. How old is he? He's in his 30s. Oh, my God. He's as old as Macaulay Culkin because they did that awful movie together where they were little boys being bad to each other. That's amazing. Was the faculty on there? Oh, the good son you're talking about. The good son. I love that. Yes. Yeah. The faculty was on here. I love the fact. I love me some Josh Hartnett. So, you know, anything with a shirtless Josh Hartnett. Anyway, so, yeah, I just kind of, you know, I, th- I thought that was kind of funny. It was rather, um, what's the word, auspicious that I would open up, you know, horror news. And that was one of the things, like, back to school. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's kind of perfect for today. So I did want to say that, yeah, they're, they're, those are some good movies. So, you know, go out and watch one of those movies tonight, people. Is there anything on the list that you wish was on the list or something that you'd put on the list that wasn't there? You know, I'm sure there is. Like, A Nightmare on Elm Street could be on there. I love that. I love that that's got a high school, you know, kind yeah. of vibe going on. Um, what else? I don't know. There's lots of there's lots of good like horror films. Yeah, you know, I mean, I would have done um, all cheerleaders must die, but it's a horror comedy ish, right? So yeah, yes. But anyway, as we move along, as we move along, so yeah, so that wraps up like uh, current events. <laughs> so now we get into really what the bulk of today's episode is all about, which is like the class. So let's start with. Um, the first question that we want to uh, ask with doing this is, you know, why? Why are we doing this? Why? Why horror? I don't think you can talk about the horror film without talking about this concept of, like, cultural anxiety. Okay. Um, look at that. We're getting so academic all of a sudden. Cultural anxiety. Why um, are we anxious as a culture? Right. Why? Exactly. You know? And I, and I think that the films that we're going to discuss – you know, so the way I map this, because I will admit I'm a bit of a control freak and I have sort of mapped, although, I mean, we sort of negotiated on. It was a collaborative things. effort, but, collaborative. but definitely <laughs> steered by you. Um, if this you know, is an academic paper, your name would be first. Right. Oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> I love being first. Um, but no, I so what I did was I tried to structure it. So we're going to watch these. Um, I think it's 14, 14 films. And they do go in like chronological order. And I think that each film, the reason I chose each film that we're going to watch in this is not because I necessarily think it's the best film. Not that I think it's like this great, maybe not even a film. Maybe it is just a movie. Although I did try to pick things I thought were beyond that, that, you know, weren't just a scary movie. They were a film capital F film and they represent each one represents like where I think you can stick like a pin in it and say right here horror leapt another space forward or whatever you know it it moved along farther this is a touchstone moment this is a watershed moment in horror film in America yes in America and that I can directly connect it to the time period it was in what was happening you know, what wars were going on, what, um, you know, cultural events happened that gave us as a species this sort of like, whoa, you know, and, and the art, the people that grew up in that time frame created art in, in, in the form of a horror film that responded to that event, you know. So, like, just to kind of preview a little bit of that. Um, you know, we're, we're going to discuss like saw, which came out after like the September 11th event, which really, you know, freaked a lot of people out, obviously. (laughs) And it led to a lot of anger, led to a lot of vitriol, a lot of bigotry, a lot of xenophobia, a lot of fear. And all of a sudden our horror at that time took this massive leap into like very dark, like 
tor- explicitly gory torture films. Yeah. And I tie that directly to that sort of cultural anxiety. I, um, I think of like, um, Move, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the 70s. I tie that directly to the horror that was the Vietnam War and the people that grew up in that time. There was so much fear and so much um, anger and sadness that people grew up with. And they, I think that directly contributed to to, to the making of, of films that were darker and, and were really frightening to people. And I think that that's what hor- that's the that's the function horror serves. It's a way for us collectively to um, express these cultural anxieties about things, you know, about about fe- you know our fear of the unknown, our fear of our own death. Um, you know, it's that's why we go and we we sort of relish in it as well. You know, I mean, there's a whole other component that we can talk about as well, like the evolutionary, you know. Um, importance of fear you know survival but there's a part of us that wants to kind of be in touch with that there's a part of us I think that wants to go to the you know go to a horror movie and actively participate in something that's very morbid and very dark and allows us to be comfortable with it for a minute laugh at it sometimes there's plenty of horror films that are hysterically funny Um, but it's just a way to kind of to work through that you know I think so that that I think answers sort of why horror at this moment and I hope that throughout the course of the next, you know, what, however many episodes that we're really able to do this, it will become that, that idea will become more clear. Talked about it a little bit in my podcast, mm-hmm. but I've, I, I thought it was a fascinating story. So talk a little bit about like your childhood history with horror and growing up where you did and, mm-hmm. and, and that experience. Cause you said that you, you, a lot of it also comes from like a family activity and being with your mom. And- oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Horror. Um, I, I, I always joke that it was, it's one of our few like actual family traditions. <laughs> um, we, man, the cats are like going crazy. The cats. In the background. I can't wait to see if they're, if they, we can hear them I on know, this. Yeah. These mics are so good. We'll see. Um, yeah. So growing up, you know, my mom had me very young, um, I was born in 1984, uh, which like Nightmare on Elm Street came out that year. You really saw like sort of the birth of like the slasher film, you know, in the early 80s and, and continuing to grow. And my mom loved that kind of, you know, stuff. <laughs> so I have very, very early memories of seeing, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street on VHS, you know, uh, The Exorcist. Um, you know, a lot of these movies, Silence of the Lambs in the 90s, uh, you know, so, so much. Um, so... Yeah, it was kind of a thing, like, for our family to get together and watch scary movies or go to the movie store and see what was new, and you know what I mean? So I, I, I think it was one of the ways that I related to my family, um, or one way that we all sort of related to each other, because we're all so radically different. Like, if you ever met my siblings or, or whatnot, I mean, we're really, like, four total strangers in a room. But growing up, we all really liked scary movies, and it was definitely, like, something that brought our family together, oddly enough. Um, is that something that's still true today? Like, do you all still like horror? You know, I'm really not sure. You know, I think that my mom, and I think it is kind of true for myself as well. And my mom has, has said this before is that, um, the older we get kind of the, it, I don't have the stomach for some of the stuff I used to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's just cause the older you get, maybe, you know, you're less like, okay, I've seen all of that. Y- you know, I'm not always seeking out like the most horrifying film I can find. Yeah. Um, real life is already terrifying. Exactly. You know, we're, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to visit and revisit some films that, that, st- that sort of make me feel that way now. So I'm kind of excited to, you know, sort of see what comes out of that, <laughs> you know, but I mean, my mom follows, she watches American horror 
Horror Story, and you know, um, I have a niece I who I've never really really interacted with, but I guess she's a lot like me, and she kind of seeks out scary movies. So, so it is still there, definitely. Um, but with my siblings, you know, I'm really not sure. Once said that, like, you know, one of your family traditions was like you go would you would go watch a movie, and you'd all you see what's on television playing at that time, watching those kinds of movies, and, and oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember lots of lots of holidays where it was like you know. Uh, unwrapping the oh it's a it's a scary movie let's watch it together like on christmas you know let's watch the exorcist um even though i'm not sure if that's a <laughs> if that's probably i don't know if we ever really actually watched the exorcist on christmas maybe but that sort of idea of course well we're doing it this christmas we are hey i host scary christmas so people should know i i definitely think we'll do a maybe we'll do like a special one-off episode of scary christmas i have a whole bunch of horror films that are like you know around the christmas holiday that i always watch every single year on uh either christmas eve or christmas day because i don't really I, I i don't really celebrate christmas in the sense of that uh of it, of it being christmas I'm, I'm i'm an atheist so of course i don't um practice or celebrate like holidays like that but i love horror films that like have christmas elements in them it's hilarious and wonderful to me you don't so. appreciate the birth of our lord and savior jesus christ well i mean of course i do but <laughs> no <laughs> uh yeah um i don't but you know cheers to anybody who does you know good you know good for you you're finding uh comfort in that and you should because this we're we're talking we're talking about these horrifying films and you're gonna have to go you you joe are going to have to turn to the Lord. I need to cling to a higher power. You do, you do. I, I, I bring that up about your your family history because I want people to know, like, when. so my family thing, it's like, I never watch scary movies. Like, never, 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 ever. I remember seeing trailers for them. Like, Chucky as a kid freaked me the F out. Like, <laughs> It like there was I one. I thought it was silly. There was one girl in middle school. Um, oh my god, I'm just gonna say her name. Her name's Crystal, and she had a like Chucky doll that she would bring sometime. And I remember being like the scariest little like little <laughs> little f word running around, being like, oh my god, is this Chucky gonna get me? But but like I have no conception of horror. I think like the first real horror film that I watched, um, The Ring. The Ring in theaters, uh, all of my first cousins, and I, I have, like, a ring. ton of first cousins. Ringu. We went and we saw The Ring. And, like, we, at that time, you know, we I was pretty young. Like, I definitely should not have watched that movie when I watched it. But I remember thinking. How old think, were you? Because um, that was 2000. 2000? So I was 11. 16 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I was 11 when that came out. And I remember, and my sister was 10. And I remember we all, wa we all, we all wanted to see a movie together and they wanted to see something that wasn't rated R. I think it's rated PG-13. So, right? Wait, how old are you? I'm 20, uh, at, the, at the time of recording this, I'm 27, 89. We're about five years apart. And that's always like, there's like, I, I think that that's like the cultural gap. Like if you're five years apart from somebody, there's a good chance that your cultural uh, references yeah. and references are going to be completely different than mine. But anyway, so go ahead. So ring. Well, uh, so the ring was like, I, I think that I remember that as being like the first, like I'm in a theater watching a horror film. Okay. And then I probably did not. What else did I, did I watch? What else did I watch in theaters? As far as horror goes, I don't think I watched another horror film in the theater until Chernobyl diaries. Okay. So like there's, you know, over a decade worth of stuff there. I mean, Having seen a f bits and pieces of other films here and there, like um, I love a vampire flick, so I like a genre film. So I love a vampire mm -hmm. flick. So I've seen like I've seen Salem's Lot, the TNT miniseries version of it. 
I've seen Rose Red. Like, I love that kind of stuff. And yeah. But it, I would not consider myself ever to be a horror fan. That's great that you bring up um, vampires because, um, just sort of to jump a little bit, the very first... Um, the next episode of this show will be 1931's Dracula. So that's going to be like your homework. You have to watch Dracula. Oh. Um, I love vampires. That's prob- they're, they're, that's definitely one of my favorite horror genres. Vampires and witches. You have a vampire in a movie or if you have a witch in a movie, I'm there. I'm going to watch it. So that's kind of exciting for you to kind of talk about that. <laughs> so that's kind of, that's good because yeah. you'll have some references for vampires. Great. Yeah. Because I love, I love that. So I love a, like, I love a genre movie. So like I'm a fan of The Walking Dead. Which, I mean, is horror, yes, but, like, there's just so much more. And I think that now that we're living in the post-hostel, but, like, definitely, like, True Blood was the beginning of it, like, where you're talking about elevating horror outside of, like, it being just for scares and... I'd I don't say know. Dexter was kind of... Dexter, I'd yes. say Dexter kicked that off in 2005. Although there has been a lot of great horror, which we can talk about, you know, throughout this, that, that has been on television as well. I mean, Twilight Zone, I think, Tales from the Crypt. I mean, there are a lot of great television horrors. But in this in this new golden age, this second golden age, I, I, would, I would say Dexter probably really kicked yeah. that off. Because... I think Dexter is a little more highbrow than True Blood. Just a, um, just a smidge. <laughs> just a smidge. Ryan Quantin shirtless right. and pearly oh, butt God. naked. But then you again, know. you know, not nearly as good a butt as Michael C. Hall as BYOS. Michael C. Hall, right? Yes, Michael C. Hall. Okay. I do have a, yeah, he's very, he's, uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, so. But that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, so I, I think that's what is going to be kind of fun, I think, for people, you know, for all of you out there listening again, thank you again for listening. Uh, you know, they're going to kind of get to, we're all going to take part in this of, of, of watching Joe get this sort of education in horror, see all these movies, and um, develop a new, a new, um, a new intelligence. I don't know. Is there a horror intelligence? <laughs> appreciation. Yes. A new appreci- uh, appreciation. For um, I, I think academically it's like a horror vocabulary yeah. with which to converse. Well, yeah. Well, and now that's the thing with you, right? Is, is film analysis. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. cause that's so, where you're coming from on this. Yeah. So like my, my degree is in communication and I remember like part, my most favorite part of any of my classes was taking any sort of class where we had to analyze film. Very good. And I love, I love rhetorical analysis. I love like symbolism of thing when like the way p- things are placed and I love references. That's why I am doing this because I want to understand and better yeah. and get more out of what's, you know, what's there. I love Tarantino movies. Half the time I have no idea what that man is referencing, but yeah. it's oh, so much. But there's just so much yeah. because uh, the he makes movies for film people. Like he's, totally. he's making the movies he wants to see and they end up being really good. Um and, you know, super dialogue driven. So I like that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where when I'm taking notes and watching Dracula, watching The Exorcist, I'm going to be looking for those things yeah. that reference other, that reference either other classic film or other film in general that's not horror, other genre, oh, but yeah, like also that. stuff that comes yeah. back later. Yeah. See, I think that's, yeah, I think that's very interesting. I think that's going to be a, a very interesting kind of lens for you. you yeah. Know? Whereas for me, like, I, I really am happy to do, to, to, to be doing this because not only because I am a lifelong horror fan, you know, we're sitting here in this room surrounded by all this horror. When we uh, get Instagram, we'll take a picture of our recording studio because right, yeah. it is a library of horror. Yes. Yeah. I probably own like 200 horror films. 
obviously all this memorabilia and stuff. I mean, I've always loved horror, but you know, I, I, and I've had these ideas, but it's kind of, this is the first time I'm really cementing some of my own like theories and philosophies regarding horror. Um, you know, we're reading a couple of different books, which, you know, as, as we go along, we'll talk about, um, you know, the, the, the course material for this. Uh, there are some books that um, I'm going to reference and talk about, um, not just source material for some of the films, because some of the films that we talk about have been adapted. I think eight or nine of the movies on our list were originally books, uh, yeah. which I find very exciting. Um, you know, but the, actually these sort of horror textbooks, um, that uh, that I'm really excited to sort of explore and to see if I if some of my own theories that I've always carried as just a as just a fan of horror if they'll be sort of um, backed up you know by 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 the, the books that we're going to read and, and the source the the articles that we're going to read and, and all of these different things which we will put all out there for you all so you can read all the source material yeah. that that we're going to pull from. Um, you're the other people in the class right exactly and I mean and I hope that they have you know I hope that you all out there listening have ideas and and you know I'm coming from my own personal perspective and my worldview. you know Joe obviously is coming from his I, I hope that all of you listening will uh, have your own ideas and, and, and give us comments and talk to us and follow us on all of our social media things. We're going to, you know, our social meds, our social meds, our social meds, <laughs> as my friend Gabe likes to say, social meds. Uh, I, I hope that you, you know, you'll be a willing participant in this. Um, I think that we're kind of, you know, at least wrapping up this first step, this first episode, uh, coming up on in fright school. Uh, let's, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the first couple of weeks before we totally shut down next week. Uh, next episode, next class. <laughs> I have to get the branding, you know? I got to yeah. stick with one branding. Next class. Yes, next class. What are we talking about next class, professor? <laughs> I don't know why I sound like I'm in porn. Like, Yeah, I don't know. Um, but on the next, uh, yeah, the next... Uh, at, in our next class meeting, we will discuss uh, Dracula, 1931, you know, the golden age of horror. Um, Is this where you give me homework? Yes, I'm giving you homework. You have to watch Dracula, which I will say might be some work. It, it, it's hard to get through. And uh, it's, it's hard to find, probably. It might be. Well, no, I mean, I think it's pretty easy to find. But if you want to find it free, maybe that will be hard. But okay. I mean, you can get you can easily get a copy of 1931. Yeah, I'm not trying to pay $19 for no Blu-ray Dracula Criterion right. Collection, okay? <laughs> no, thank you, Warner Brothers. Right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'll, you know what I want you to do is you watch the film, and I want you to film a clip right after of just your initial reaction, so we can post that, and that'll be fun for everybody to watch. Yes. You know, Joe at three o'clock in the morning with crazy hair and crazy eyes. Well, maybe not now. Dracula probably won't do that to you. Saw might, and that will be fun. That to one watch. I'll watch with you. Like, there's All some right. that I, I I know you said this, and I and I'm gonna just overrule anything you want me to watch alone if it's too if I feel it's going to be too much. Okay. Saw I definitely want to watch with you. Um, the first Saw really isn't as bad as all everything that came after it. I okay. will tell you that. So Are we I watching Hostel? Uh Hostel's not on the list because Saw kicked off like here we go. We're going back to I I feel Saw kicked off that Hostel um picked up kind of where Saw left off. We'll discuss Hostel. So if you want to watch Hostel, you watch. I have it. We'll watch Hostel. Will I get extra credit? <laughs> uh, just more brain damage. Oh, um, God. Anyway, so, yeah, so we're going to kick off with Dracula, talk about the vampire. That's one of my favorite things. So right after, the, you know, Bat, we'll, we'll do that. Um, next, uh, uh, Class 3. Um, well, 
I get, well, yeah, class. This is like the introductory class. This is like the syllabus. We're just laying out this in the first exactly. episode. This is where you get to go home early, right? Yeah, because we're just talking about the syllabus. <laughs> uh, but the third episode, we're gonna we're gonna explore the thing from another world from 1951 and and talk about invasion anxiety. Uh, see, I love that. With this, th- we're gonna balance this interesting, like pop culture, like fun goofiness with this weird, these weird, like <laughs> oddly academic terms. Invasion anxiety. Invasion anxiety, and you know, politics and war. Hashtag uh, Donald Trump. Right. Oh God, let's not even. Uh, that we'll talk about that. Uh, we're gonna, yeah, ex- uh, you know, horror as a means of. Um, uh, what do you want to say? We'll cut this all out. Right, we'll cut this all out. Uh, but yeah, no, the Donald Trump thing. There's a whole like a whole thing about horror we're going to discuss in 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 its uh, ability to play a, a a fundamental role really in developing our biases, bigotry, and xenophobia. Like endowing the other with monstrous traits, which Donald Trump is just so good at. He's able to to talk about all these other people as being so horrible, and really he's, anyways. He's the fucking thing from another world. Uh, episode four is very exciting. Psycho, because you've already seen that. I've seen something. You have seen Psycho. That's, we had a day of Hitchcock. We did do Hitchcock, so I'm really looking forward to talking a lot about Hitchcock. Uh, unfortunately, like Roman Polanski, another kind of creepy guy. So um, we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit about that. And um, yeah, so that's the first couple weeks laid out. So we'll we'll uh, talk about the rest as as we go along. But um, yeah, so next episode. Kicking it off with vampires, everybody's favorite. Well, maybe not everybody's favorite, but lots of people's favorite monster, mythical monster in horror films, starting with Dracula. Dracula. It's going to be really fun. Joe. And then we'll watch RuPaul's Drag Race 2 for Dracula. Right. <laughs> Dracula. That's Rob Zombie, man. Dracula. Is that, that a real song. thing? Uh, it's a song by Rob Zombie. And Dracula, it was, um, what is it? It's a... Um, Lady Bunny. No. <laughs> What was the name? It's like the car. In, um, it's a drag race car. Yeah, but was the Munsters or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like car. They had they raced. There was an episode where they were racing. Yeah. I love the Munsters. I watch Nick and Night all the time. Yeah, the Munster coach. That's what it was. The Munster coach. It was Dragula? I don't think it was named that. I think it was actually called the Munster Coach, but that's sort of the idea that where that comes from. The the Dracula video, I think, is like based on that. But anyways, I, that we're ter- getting terribly off track. Uh, the idea is that yes, Joe, that's your homework. You need to do that. You need to watch that. And all of you listening, you know, if you want to tune in next week and 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 participate in our conversation regarding Dracula, please watch the 1931 film. Um, also, watch, you know, make a whole day of it. Watch the that Dracula. Watch Bram Stoker's Dracula with Winona Ryder. To go to look at that, we're circling back to the beginning of the conversation. Love me some Winona Ryder. Watch that. That's wonderful. Um, watch uh, Leslie Nielsen dead and loving it. Right, right. Dracula yes. dead oh, and loving it. Obviously. Well, that's at the end. You know, just so you can laugh. Because uh, man, Dracula can be tragic. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He was looking wistfully into the distance about and reflecting on the tragedy. Right. It was awesome. Guys. It is. It's very, I don't know. It's kind of sad. Anyways, uh, pick up the book, read the book. If you can read it in a week, <laughs> well, cause I will talk a little bit about the, uh, original Bram Stoker's, uh, Dracula, his, his novel, uh, considered pornographic in its day. Ooh. That's fun. Right. To, to tie into your porno, 
pornography issue. Is it here. Victorian? Because I love Victorian porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I think that about wraps up the first episode. Thank you all so much for listening again. You know, follow us on all the uh, on all the social media things that we have out there, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, Instagram and YouTube and iTunes. Buy us on iTunes. Find well, us on iTunes. Not buy. Uh, where, where we're giving you get this away pod- for free. Wherever you get your podcast. You should not be paying. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, we're just we're don't don't pay for Actually, it. Actually, no, I'll take donations because you know we want to go to the horror cons, man. Give us money so we can go interview people. <laughs> yes, and tell tell your friends about us. We'll take their money. Yes. We'll take your enemies' yeah. money. Like right, we'll take all the money. Send us uh, the check. <laughs> Give God the glory. Well, you know, and send uh, me the checks. We're uh, another fun thing for you listening. Hopefully, you will listen because we are going to have pop quizzes and we are going to have a, a midterm and a final exam and we're going to have fun prizes. Prizes. Yes, we're going to have rewards, so you have to listen. Welcome so to ninth win. grade Spanish. Right. <laughs> we got prizes. No, we're going to have fun Funko vinyl pops and movies we're going to give away. It's going to be so exciting. Guys. I have a huge uh, bunch of stuff I need to get rid of. No. <laughs> Guys, I swear that the Funko Pops that are Funko Vinyl Dot Pop dolls, like they are in business because of Joshua. <laughs> Like, I do have a ton of them. He has, but they're all has, horror. I stick to the horror ones, or else I would have way too many. Yeah, they. It's awesome, and the stuff that he has is pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. sweet. And I need to get rid of some of it. So please participate and answer um, questions on our. <laughs> yes, I need to get my. I need to get myself a Marie Laveau from AHS. Oh, you do. I would. I think you should. I have one. You should have one. All right. Um, Anyway, well, so thank you all again for listening. Joe, I can't wait to just yeah. totally horrify you. <laughs> I really hope by the end of this that you're just, or not by the end, maybe within a few weeks. I'm really, I am partly worried that by the time we get to like the 90s in horror, you're going to be like, dude, we have to stop because I'm just, I can't <laughs> sleep. I'm having horrible dreams. I'm having horrible dreams. That's kind of part of my goal. You know, guys. You uh, got to get through that hump. Let this be, <laughs> let this, let the record show that if I murder Joshua in a year, this is, and kill myself, it's because it's of. Absolutely, yeah. It's absolutely this. This is a confession. Yeah. My favorite murder. Hashtag shout out to you guys. You will know where, where yes. it came from. Love it. All right. So watch Dracula and we'll discuss that next, next week on Fright School. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 